Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Building Better Businesses podcast, where we talk mindset, marketing, and business building strategies. I'm your host, Shakina Johnson, and this is the podcast for those wanting to start their entrepreneurial journey and create a business and lifestyle they love. You can find detailed show notes on jsrvision.com. The notes include a summary of today's session, along with any links to resources mentioned in the show. And today, I have the absolute pleasure of introducing and welcoming Hilda Berkner. Welcome, Hilda, and thank you for being a part of today's show. How are you? Hi. Hey, thank you so much. I'm, I'm super, super excited. And uh, this, is, this is a great opportunity, and I was really looking forward to this podcast with you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Um, now, the audience doesn't know, but which they'll learn shortly, you have five businesses. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> um, yes, and, and I, I actually have, a, you know, plans for uh, building hopefully another five. So um, yeah. I just, I guess you have to keep your, keep your ambitions high. <laughs> yeah, tell us a little <laughs> bit about your businesses so far. Okay, so I would um, definitely start with my biggest project right now, which is Salsa Lovers Worldwide. And so this, this little project started um, just at the end of 2018. So we're just over a year old. And uh, right now we are present in um, 15 countries in 26 cities and constantly expanding. So I'm working with a group of about 50 odd uh, number, of, a number of people. Um, so the main idea is that we like to bring people together and share dancing experiences together. And it's not just salsa, but a lot of other uh, Latin dance styles such as bachata, kizomba, zouk, uh, foro, samba, and, and many other dance styles. So this, this kind of Latin uh, good vibes that people have whenever you're, you're attending a Latin dancing event. So, so that's one of them. The second largest uh, company is Andromeda Retreats and Travel. And so this started in combination with Salsa Lovers. So, so when I started getting a lot of requests for the, the Salsa events, I also had many clients who said, oh, I really love your, uh, your service. I love your products and I love your, your, the way you do uh, the events that we do for them with Salsa. So they, they started asking me for additional uh, services such as, um, can you uh, do a retreat program for us? Can you find where is the best place to stay? Can you give us a, like a concierge service? So, so since I already had connections in many of the cities that these requests came in, I thought, well, yeah, why not? And so since they're happy clients and they're ready to give the money, we were like, okay, let's just set it up. And one day to the next, we were already uh, doing like beach hikes and city tours and and mm -hmm. uh, you know booking accommodations for guests and, and, and things like that as well and slowly it scaled up as well right now we have about 20 uh, people who work with these specific types of travel related related uh, activities with us wow wow <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so and then the, the other three companies are are baby baby steps they're in the okay. in the incubation phase some of them have already uh, potential clients that we are working with. One of them is um, the Global Citizen, um, which is like a it's like a counseling service. So, so connection with mm -hmm. the other two and the rest as well is that um, there are many people out there who want to explore this 
lifestyle of being a digital nomad. So mm-hmm. I get a lot of questions, obviously, since I've, I'm, I'm location independent, people started asking me about, okay, where do we start? How do right. I find remote work? How can I, you know, get paid for what I'm already doing, but I'm doing it for another company and I, and I want to do it differently. So we, we thought, okay, I, I can totally share that knowledge with you. So we started this, uh, this, this consulting agency, which is called the Global Citizen. So that's one of them, which now in baby steps. And then I, I also have a passion for antiques and interior design because I used to work with a really nice company back in London, back in the mm-hmm. day. And so I wanted to bring back that, that element uh, to, to, to have a, an online agency that just connects people who are looking for specific uh, types of objects that can only be seen by that eye that knows the difference between a piece of antique and and that um, so 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 there there is there's this um, other company which is called Callisto Antiques and so we are trying now to to source um, a little bit more of, of uh, hiring more people over there but obviously with all of these things going on it's a little bit slow so I I think one of the best things that anyone can do in the first uh, uh, steps when you start a company is to is to find a team to to get the best people to work with you because you're you're going to th- you're going to do things much faster than if you're if you're just trying to do everything alone, obviously. Yeah, and you had a lot of momentum when you first started, and that's why your part of your growth had to include building a team, correct? Mm. Mm, right definitely yeah. yeah yeah so um i think that's that's wonderful and because you you've you have these businesses a lot of them come out of passion uh demand questions just dealing with other clients and so mm-hmm. you have these opportunities to kind of um a, a piggyback off of what's going on at the moment and and, that, and that's wonderful um can you can you share with us with the audience you know one of the struggles you had to overcome when you were first starting yeah so i think that the moment of when you're realizing that you're you're already getting uh, a certain number of interest out there so there's 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 definitely a gap in the market that you're filling with your services um one of the challenges that i found was uh, when building the team to to really uh, to find the, the people that you know that really have that level of passion and you can really trust the people who will who will want to do things in a way that that you know your your business is going to benefit to the to the most so um, and then maintaining those relationships with those people is one of the most most important part of it because obviously in a in a in a world where you have so many options people can work with so many different projects and they have a uh, the freedom of of going anywhere they they'd like in 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 a matter of just weeks uh, they can they can work with someone else you know the retainment of those key people uh, I think one of the biggest challenges so far yeah building relationships and keeping and maintaining those relationships is is big when you're either starting out or just growing a company um, you know that's what builds repeat customers right yeah. Yeah. so you know, it's, I, I agree with you. It is very important to do that. Um, now, from my understanding, you have a lot of um, inspirational people of influence, right? Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned Steve Harvey and Will Smith and Jennifer Lopez. So can you tell, a little, tell us a little bit how they have impacted your journey as a business owner? 
Yeah, so I think from, from, a, from a practical point of view, um, what all of them have, you know, the message that they're bringing through to everybody is that you have to work really hard and you, you really have to dedicate yourself. You really have to focus on whatever you're doing um, and you cannot let other people distract you from that. So this is one of the, the messages that is, is really, like you listen to it all day and you still feel like, wow, yeah, but it's so hard because mm -hmm. you have, your, you have your, your, your friends, you have your parents, your family, everyone mm -hmm. who will tell you to do it otherwise, you know? So they, they, <laughs> they think that their way will be better for you. So it's yes. really hard to step, uh, to, to keep to that, that uh, decision that you make for yourself when you decide, okay, well, I'm going to do this no matter what. <laughs> and I want to do it the way I want to do it. So, so when you look at the, 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 this determination um, in their, their career and their character specifically, I think that that's something that everyone can learn from. And, um, and, and I really wanted to mention my grandmother as well, because so she, she's also one of those inspirational figures in my life where no matter what happens, you wake up in the morning and I just remember the, the, the effort that she makes in the, in the everyday life. And mm -hmm. these little steps of, of the, the consistency in, in, in delivering. So every day she wakes up at 5 a.m., right? She cooks mm -hmm. for the whole, the entire family. She, uh, now because my grandpa passed away, she goes to the cemetery, she brings the flowers and she does that every single day. So that's like, you know, the, the, the commitment is yes. like for, for, especially for our generations, we, we just really struggle of making that type of commitment where, where you really, you just have to show up. Like there's no matter what, <laughs> you cannot, cannot give any excuses anymore. Right. So, so yeah, yeah, this is, these are the things I'm just looking at them and I just think, I, I hope I can be, you know, living up to their footsteps one day. Yeah. You know, it's, and again, to, to agree with you with the commitment level, um, especially now, um, because grandma built, and it's, it's a habit though, right? So, mm -hmm. but grandma built those habits, you know, she would get up early in the morning and cook dinner for the family, or she would do certain things um, every single day. And my grandmother was the same, you know, she would, she had a family of what, seven, eight kids. Yeah. And she'd get up every morning, you know, she would tend to their needs. She would make sure breakfast, they, they had breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, my grandfather taking care of him. And there was a, a constant commitment and, and habit that was building yeah. on top of everything. And yeah. as kids, we don't really know how that impacts our lives until we get to adulthood, right? Well, and then yeah. when we're trying to build a business or we're trying to do, you know, other projects or passion projects, we, we kind of fall back to those who rooted us right and grandma was a root for you grandma exactly. was a root for me right yeah and um you know it's those habits uh being able to build a habit and being able to stay committed to that habit also determines how well you're going to be successful in it too um yeah yeah one of the one of the the things that you know um that i saw was a video that bill smith posted um where they were Basically, what he did is he tore down a wall behind their their building, and he told his kids to be, to to build it back. And they said, "No, that's that, that's impossible, right? You tell like mm -hmm. an eight year old and a ten year old kid to to build, <laughs> to build a wall." So right. they thought, thought this is totally impossible until he said, "No, you're gonna lay this brick, 
you know, every single day you're going to lay one brick, one brick at a time, and soon you will have a wall. And so this real, you know, the realization of to making a commitment of doing a small little thing every single day will lead you to a huge things. And so I think for people who, who get, you know, the struggle of, of uh, motivating themselves and thinking, oh, I haven't done anything today. Oh my God, I have so much other things to do. Or there's like, they just get overwhelmed. It's like, you have to, to, to realize that you can only do one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. And actually, actually, if you have done two or three bits of that, those small things can also be uh, making a lot bigger uh, impact than what you've, what you've realized. Because then when you look back in, in two weeks time, you will see, well, yeah, I have, I have watered my plant every day and now it's thriving. It's, it's beautiful. It has new, new leaves on it. So it's, it's just that the patience also comes with that to, to help you yeah. see that though those steps will pay off. Yeah, interesting enough, um, I came across a Facebook post of a copywriter that um, I follow, and he mentioned, you know, building that habit mm. every day. So yeah. it doesn't have to be perfect, just do it, right? Yeah. So take a small step and just do it. It doesn't have to be perfect, it doesn't have to be right. You just have to get in the habit of doing it every day. So, and that, and that falls back into um, building your business as well, because, you know, you have to look, every business needs clients, right? Mm, so yeah. for that lead generation that you're not doing every day, send out an email or cold call or whatever that lead generation strategy you've built for your business, do it once. Um, just build an, I'm sorry, build a habit in doing it daily. Mm, um, yeah. Even if you don't want to, if you set aside an hour to work on your blog or article, just do something. It doesn't mean you have to finish it. It doesn't have to be right. It could be grammatically incorrect, but you're exactly. still yeah. Yeah. building it, right? And so I want to I want to circle back to like building your team, right? Mm-hmm. Because again, you you had a lot of momentum in the beginning, and so you had to quickly you had to build that team for support, and you, it probably just didn't happen overnight. But you had to build those steps as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Th- it's it's easy to it's easy to feel like that you're uh, when things don't don't show up in the first you know in the first instance when you're expecting great results or, or things like that when I, when I had my small team in the very beginning and, and we would, uh, you know, we would, be, we would be trying our best, but then you didn't get the five-star review that you wanted or things like that. And, and it's easy to fall back and, 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 and feel like, oh my God, like maybe I shouldn't be doing this or, or, or we're, we don't know how to do this and, you know, so, so things like that. But, but you, you have to keep on it. And right now we're, we're really strong. And so the, the, the commitment that we put into it and communicating and having, you know, the regular training and, and discussing every, every single little detail. I think the honesty is, is, is one of the most important parts of any business. If you're not honest between your team, between your people, then you're never going to be able to find out what could be, how could you do better? Like you really have to be like, you know, the, the, uh, without any fear, just telling each other, okay, this, this, this doesn't work. I think that we need to change this and, 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 and all those things. They're really important. Yeah. And that actually, um, goes into the next issue of, the challenges that you face with remote workers, right? Keeping the enthusiasm and just delegating tasks and making sure it's getting done and, you know, being honest and communicating with your your team. Um, You mentioned that before. And, you know, tell us a little bit about 
some of those issues and challenges for those okay. that um, will be doing something similar. So I think from, from, from this is this is a really interesting topic actually because um, whatever is going on in the everyday personal lives of people will affect your business. You don't think that it will. You think that people will separate mm -hmm. their personal life and they will just do whatever they're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. But every moment when when someone doesn't show up on time or uh, they didn't they didn't deliver exactly what they were supposed to or or the client was uh, not 100% happy with them or, or whatever all those all those little bits and pieces actually 90% of the time go back to something personal something that happened with my with my guy with my girl who was with them who was supposed to do that thing and so what I do in a, in a regular basis is that I, I schedule a call with my team, a one-to-one -one call or even a, a group call where we just discuss about life and we're just chatting and just, just, you know, just looking at things like, okay, what do you, what are you up to this week? What's your, you know, what's going on? Uh, how is your dad? Uh, what's, what's up with your kids right, and, right. and anything <laughs> and everything. So, so it really comes down to that, that really deep level of trust that you really not just business partners, but, but essentially friends, because if they think, if they feel that they can trust me with anything and everything, they will not hesitate to do uh, the same with business related issues. Whether, mm -hmm. uh, if I compare that process, if I would be like, well, Hey, I don't want to know about your boyfriend. I don't want to know why you broke up or I don't, I don't care about your, uh, you know, uh, what's going on in, in your household. If I would be pushing them aside, they wouldn't be trusting me. They would be also pushing other things aside saying, well then, okay, if you don't want to know about that, then I'm not going to, I'm not going to finish the report on time because mm -hmm. it's, just, it's just those, those basic little things. And so I think it's very important in the, in the very first time when you are, you are selecting candidates, when you are interviewing to, to feel that yes, we have something in common and yes, I, I would like to know that person and not just because they have a skill set that matches my criteria, right? So right. I think that that's very important. No, agreed. Um, again, the, building those relationships with each yeah. other. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it goes, it touches on every aspect of your life. So mm. not in just finding customers, building relationships with those customers and finding uh, or building relationships with your team members because you everybody works together and people feel better when they have better communication you know when there's you know an open door policy if you will to yeah. discuss yeah. important matters um and you have to oversee these people um i used to work for a while back i used to work for a manager who would do that um one-on-one -on -one meetings and there were a lot of meetings so that was part it was partly frustrating but it did yeah. <laughs> it did um make an impact on understanding how the the manager actually cares right it wasn't right, just house right. business did you send this out you didn't do this it was you know how's your mom doing you know how you know the your brother was in a hospital last time how's he doing it, it was more of a personal relationship that yeah. opened the door of communication and being able to reach out if there were issues be not afraid of speaking up on things yeah. and yeah. um it, yeah, it does think, make a difference. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah, I think it comes back in, in multiple levels in society if we look at it today, that you see that mistrust, you know, like when, when people trying to even chit chat somewhere or, or, or trying to ask a question 
I don't know, you're on the bus or something and you, and you mm-hmm. want to know something is there's, there's always this little bit of this fear that whether, Hmm, how, what's going to be the reaction, you know, from that other person, if I'm going to ask something. So, so when we have that basic level of trust in a team, in our, in our uh, immediate society and the people that we, we connect with most, uh, if, if they know that, yes, I can ask this person anything and they're going to respond to me with their, you know, with their best knowledge and with their best uh, patience and they're not going to treat me like, hey, why don't you, mm-hmm. you know, why, why don't you find out from Google or whatever? Then when you have that level of trust, then it's, it's like anything is possible from there. It's just make, yeah. It just makes things so easy in an everyday, everyday situations. Yeah, it does. It really does. Um, I want to circle back to, because you have so many businesses, right? Mm. Um, even some that are budding, but how do you manage your time for those? So time management is not, not one of my best skills. <laughs> I, I have, to be, have to be honest with that. But I, I figured over the last um, 10 years of working with, uh, you know, corporate businesses in London and other cities as well. So I've worked worked in a number of different countries and and with bigger and smaller enterprises and totally different subjects um whenever i was trying to be way too strict whenever i tried to really book out my entire day and and have like you know a 10 minute break in between calls and stuff like that that just Mm -hmm. didn't work out i don't Mm -hmm. know how other ceos do that i i just (laughs) i i'm not i'm not able to so so for me um being relaxed and being able to uh, to do things that i prioritize whether it's like um you know watching videos on youtube that inspire me or uh going up to the rooftop and taking some sun in the middle of the day mm-hmm. i think that 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 just uh helps me being a lot more productive than whether yes. if i would just book up my entire day and try to be like well no 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 we got to do this and this and this so um, yeah, I'm trying to be strict, but I'm also trying to be as relaxed as possible and just enjoy <laughs> enjoy the day that we have because obviously you never know. Yeah. You never know how long, actually, we don't know how long, how many days we've got. So yeah, yeah try to make the most of both worlds. And I can relate to that. I, um, I have, well, when I was first starting out as a business owner, it was interesting because I was no longer working that nine to five and I had a very strict schedule. I had my entire day planned for me for the mm. most part. And then as a business owner, it's like, eh, I don't feel like it. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, yeah. I'm going to sleep in for another hour or three, right? And just kind of relax. And mm. like you, it was difficult for me to, I, to fill my entire schedule. I used to do that, but I realized part of the reason why I was so um, unhappy previously Mm. in my other jobs or um, just the frustration because I needed time for myself and to relax. So what I found out was much like you, I I do better in a much more relaxed setting. So Mm. I work when I work. Don't don't get me wrong. I do have certain days that I prefer to work. Like my work schedule is I work a four hour, uh, four day week. I don't work on Fridays. I don't work on weekends. I reserve that for mm. my family. But um, I work during those four days and it's not technically a schedule. So I may work from nine to 12, but then come back online later to finish up some stuff or um, have my calls scheduled at certain times based on, you know, their availability or whatnot. Yeah. But yeah. It, it does help. You know, you have to realize what type of person that you are 
if you if you like your schedule, <laughs> you know, <laughs> filled throughout the day, then you know, by all means. But for someone like myself and and like you, obviously, it's I'm want to take a more relaxed approach because better productivity, you think clearer, you're less stressed, less frustrated, exactly, and yeah. you can do a lot more, right? Yeah, exactly, so, exactly. Definitely agree. And, and and then you find a couple of team members who will be very, very, very well organized, so then you can. <laughs> You can exactly. outsource those those very organizable items <laughs> to them. Yeah. It's funny you said that because I had a um, I used to work with someone who, and bless her, her superpower, and that's what I called it. It was her superpower. She was yeah. detailed oriented to a T, oh and <laughs> I did not understand where she kept all that information. I'm like, how can you do that? But she compartmentalized everything. She was able to like reattach and and move yeah. and delete. And I'm like, your brain is a computer. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And it, I was like, you got that. <laughs> yeah, I have to exactly. delegate, right? Exactly. Totally yeah. delegate. But yeah, um, and I, I yeah. think it's beautiful when we realize that certain people have certain abilities that just you know we just are just not able to and yeah. and and from that point onwards when you give those certain tasks to them they're just like super happy when they accomplish them and and that's one of the things that i really love about my team as well that there's there's so many of us where i just know when you know like writing a description for something or 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 doing something else mm -hmm. after a certain time i just realized that yeah if i give it to jizz she's gonna do it much better than me so right. <laughs> i'm not even i'm not even gonna bother with that but so, see yeah. part of that also goes back into those one-on-one -on -one relationships right you figure out what they're good at you mm. figure out what mm. best suits their personality and you're able to delegate those tasks that they enjoy yeah are, are good at and it takes you know it takes it off your to-do list so yeah it's part about building those relationships and also knowing where your limits are as a mm. business owner and manager yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. So those boundaries are very important um, to yeah. be as productive as you can. So that's, that's pretty interesting. Mm, so absolutely, um, yeah. I want to talk a little bit more about um, how you define success. And like you and I talked about in a previous conversation about, you know, success means something different to everybody. Yeah. And, what does that look like for you? So for me, success is a very, very simple thing. Um, and for me, it's being able to do things that um, I feel valued for. So when, when I, when I, I, you know, I want to, I wanted to give back something and I wanted to leave a legacy behind. So if I know that my life is going to end in 10 years or 20 years or whatever, if, if I could be there right now in my very last day of my own life and I could look back on a movie and just see, okay, what have I been doing so far? Um, I want to be able to watch that movie and think, wow, like, okay, you know, I, I made an impact. I have left a message and I really uh, touched a few people's lives who then were able to do much more than they were able to do before or sort of like a domino of just you know putting ripples out in the ocean of, of just being who i am and, and and giving a certain experience or a certain message back to them so for me uh success is i guess not like a, a 
an, a huge number of things as to like saying, oh, I, I, I've owned a huge house. That's not success to me. To me, mm -hmm. uh, material things don't feel like success. It's more really more about what I have done for people. That's what I define as, as my success. Yeah, like it sounds building an impact. Mm, yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Building yeah. an impact and being, I'm not sure how you say it, but being yourself, right? <laughs> like, yeah, like doing being, what you do. Yeah. Being, being loved and being valued for who you are, practically. Yeah. Perfect. Um, well, yeah, I, I don't think I have anything else, but is there anything else? What kind of advice can you give to those just starting out or um, growing their, their business right. at this point? Right. Um, so I would, I would say don't be afraid to, to think about really things that other people would, would you, you know, you would get discouraged for. Because sometimes people, when they think, well, hmm, yeah, but I don't see anybody else doing that or, or I don't see how I could uh, build you know, a successful business out of an idea that they had been maybe for many years. I think it happens a lot that I see that from, from friends and, and other people as well who are, who are trying to start out is that they have too many doubts, too many fears that they have built over the years and they kind of uh, lost that connection between themselves with their inner uh, child, you could say. And you have to, to really dig down deep and you have to reconnect with that little girl or that little boy who was I don't know 11 years old and they they just loved doing something to the point where it's like you know your mother is telling you like hey you can't you know you can't keep doing that because like uh, <laughs> and maybe that's that one thing that you really need so 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 it's a it's a re weird twist of how how we how we do things but yeah it's it's don't be afraid and and there's always I think from my experience as well as when you make a decision on something and then you really decide for yourself, okay, this is what I want to do and I don't care no matter what, I'm just going to go through with that. If it was the right decision, everything is going to push you towards that. So like, it's mm -hmm. like the universe is going to open up all the doors that you need and one moment to the next, you're going to meet that certain people that you wanted to meet. You're going to hear the words exactly that you wanted to hear. It's really freaking out, but it's like, it's happening. <laughs> so, so yeah, don't be afraid and just, just go for it. Okay, perfect. Thank you for that. And last but not least, can you tell listeners where they can find you? Right. I'm, I'm, I'm open. I'm in many of these social media channels. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, you can find me through our company pages as well. Um, I'm on, on Instagram as well. I haven't been using this TikTok yet, but that's one of the newest. <laughs> that's that's the newest things that people yeah, are like. <laughs> you know, you have to, you have to, to. So I guess I'll, I'll I might create a profile there as well, and and of course email, um, and and WhatsApp too. Yeah. So I'm 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 always happy to answer any questions. Yep, we'll, um, I'll make sure to include that information in the show notes. So for the okay. listeners out there, be sure to, you know, read through the show notes and you'll find all the contact information, uh, online information, social media information in the show notes. So, um, well, I guess that's it, folks. So thank you, Hilda, for joining us today and sharing your journey. I immensely <laughs> enjoyed our conversation again. Me too. Thank you so much. I would love to return in the future, too. <laughs> Um, yes, yes, I would love to have you again. Um, so for those listening, thank you for joining us today. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a comment with your thoughts. 
and well we're going to go ahead and sign off thanks again everyone until next time mm-hmm.